श्री कृष्णा वी आर सो फॉर्चुनेट टू हैव हर ग्रेस वर्णमालिनी मंजिनी माता जी कमसेडा रैपिड ओहायो माता जी विल एनलाइटन अस ऑन द टॉपिक श्रीमद भागवतम फाइव पॉइंट सेवन पॉइंट नाइन माता जी आर यू देर यस माता जी धन्यवाद प्रणाम कैन यू ऑल हियर यस माता जी धन्यवाद प्रणाम शिवपात की जय गुरु महाराज की जय वेलकम टू द कॉल एंड प्लीज टेक ऑल द कॉल नाउ हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा आई ऑफर माय हंबल ऑब्सेंसेस टू ऑल द डिवोटीज ऑन द कॉल हर ग्लोरीज टू शैला प्रभुपाद एंड गुरु महाराज थैंक यू सो मच दिस फॉर द ऑपर्चुनिटी टू रेंडर सर्विस टू द ऑल इन द एसोसिएशन ऑफ डिवोटीज we'll start with mangala charan prayers and then we'll continue on to verse today's verse Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gnananjana Salakaya Chakshuram Nilitam Ena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaham Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Ena Bhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsha श्रीरूपं साग्रजातं सहगण रघुनाथाजीवं साद्वैत सवदूत परीजन सहित कृष्ण चैतन्यदेवराधाकृष्णपादगणलिता श्री विशाका हे कृष्ण करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगत्पथे गोपेश गोपिका कांता राधा कांता नमोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगीराधी वृंदावनेश्वरी वृषभानुसुते देवी धनमुनिहरीकल्पतरूभ्यंधुभ्यो वैष्णवेभ्यो नमो नम श्रीकृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निंदीअ्वैतगदाधर श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर शृण्वता पुण्यश्रवणकीर्तन हृदय तस्थ्राणी विदुनूती सुहृत्सता नष्ट प्राषु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवत्युतम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवति नैष्टिकी हरे कृष्ण सो फाइव पॉइंट सेवन पॉइंट नाइन सो वी आर रीडिंग अबाउट द एक्टिविटीज ऑफ किंग um actually until 15 chapters of canto 5 we will be speaking about the dynasty of uh, priyavrata who is another son of uh, swayambhu manu so priyavrata's son is agnidhara 
Agni Darasan is uh, Nabhi and Nabhi's son is Lord Rishabhadev. Lord Rishabhadev's son is Bharat Maharaj, King Bharat. So Lord Rishabhadev have hundred sons um, and King Bharat is the first one and uh, King Bharat, all the other 99 uh, children are asked to follow King Bharat. Out of them, nine of them, out of 99, nine of them will become great Bhagavatas, Navayogendras. The remaining uh, 90 uh, follows uh, Lord King, King uh, Bharat. So from 7 to 12 chapters of Canto 5, we will be seeing three lives of King, same King Bharat, like as King Bharat, deer in the form of a deer, and then Jada Bharat. There are so many uh, interesting lessons, life lessons that we can learn from the pastimes of King Bharat. So until now, until 9th verse, we have seen how um, King Bharat is under the instructions of his father, Rishabhadev, has, is ruling the uh, kingdom. He marries uh, a uh, king, uh, daughter of Vishwarupa, and he has five sons. Before his rule, uh, the kingdom is called as Ajanabhavarsha. Now it is called as Bharatavarsha after his rule. Um, and he is very affectionate to his citizens, following the uh, instructions and also how his parent, uh, how his father and grandfather has ruled. And he worships Supreme Lord. So he is a Rajarshi, like he is a king, and also he is very devoted to Krishna. So he performs various kinds of sacrifices and finances, but his mood and intention was properly set. He was not performing to please the uh, Devi Devatas for certain kinds of material desires. He knows that these Devi Devatas are limbs and part and parcels, part and parcels of Supreme Lord. So when he was doing all these uh, various kinds of rituals, austerities and penances, he was trying to please Lord Krishna through those. Even when the, pre, um, uh, the priest chanting and offering the offerings in the fire sacrifice, he's very much very well availed and his mood and intention was always to please Krishna. So because he has performed um, uh, such uh, with that mood and that intention, all the activities, even though externally they are looking as if he is engaging himself in karma kanda, but he is actually engaging in the devotional service of the Lord. So which helped him to purify himself from lust, greed and attachment. So he purified himself because he was sincerely worshipping uh, uh, Lord and uh, offering his uh, offering and engaging everything in the service of the Lord. So after a certain time he left everything. It is not that uh, he became weak and uh, he cannot take care of his family anymore or uh, 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 and he's about to die or something when he gives up. Generally we notice that in this material world we are not ready to give up even uh, when we are close to our death. We want to do something still to our family or uh, we are still having some, some kinds of desires. We still uh, cannot give up our uh, material things. But King Bharat case, he gave them up all with such a detachment how a person walks away after passing stool. So he he gave uh, them all with such a detachment. 
he gave his kingdom, his family, uh, um, his opulences, his comforts, everything. And he went, uh, he started his journey towards Pulashrama in Haridwar. Um, right now, I think it is near Nepal somewhere where Gandaki River flows. And uh, you, uh, we will find uh, Saligrama Silas to worship. So even till today, devotees who go there um, for pilgrimage or for Thidhyatra to those places, they pick up Saligrama Silas and bring them home and worship. So Saligrama Sila worship. Saligrama Silas you will find um, in different kinds of shapes according to the uh, avatars of Vishnu um, and it requires a lot of uh, little bit little bit more um, austerity and rules and regulations to worship and many um, uh, many devotees also worship they they do have regular deities and they also have Saligrama Silas so I was reading yesterday somewhere Prabhupada was also planning to install uh, Saligrama Silas worship in the temples but it requires like um, uh, more uh, following more rules and regulations and in uh, me uh, more careful in worshipping. So Saligrama Silas also help us, worshipping Saligrama Silas also help us to purify ourselves. So we are at that point, point where um, Bharat Maharaj went to Pulashrama, Pulashrama. So ninth was Yatra Havava Bhagavan Harir Adhyapi Tatratayanam Nijajananam Vachalyena Sannirapyata Icharupena So these are like, these are like process more. So there is not a particular way to sing them. Yatra Hava Bhagavan Harir Adhyapi Tatratayanam Yanam Nija Jananam Vashalyena Sannidhapyata Icharupenam Translation in Pepper Vashila Prabhupada Shila Prabhupada Kijay Yatra where Havava certainly Bhagavan the Supreme Personality of Godhead Harihi the Lord Adhyapi even today Tatratyanam residing in that place Nija Janana for his own devotees, Vatsalyena by his transcendental affection, Sannidapyate becomes visible, Icharupena according to the desire of the devotee. Translation At Pulashrama, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, out of his transcendental affection for his devotee, becomes visible to his devotee, satisfying his devotee's desires. The Lord always exists in different transcendental forms, as stated in Brahma Samhita 5.39. Ramavi Murtishu Kala Niyamenatishthan Nanavataram Akarod Bhuvaneshu Kintu Krishna Swayam Samabhavat Paramah Pumanyo Govindamadi Purusham Tamaham Bajami. This is from Brahma Samhita 5.39 verse. Uh, which uh, Prabhupada has quoted here. The Lord is situated as Himself, Lord Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And He is accompanied by His expansions like Lord Rama, Baladeva, Sankarsana, Narayana, Mahavishnu, and so forth. The devotees worship 
all these forms according to their liking and the Lord out of his affection presents himself as Acha Vigraha he sometimes presents himself personally before the duty, devotee out of reciprocation or affection a devotee is always fully surrendered to the loving service of the Lord and the Lord is visible to the devotee according to the devotee's desire he may present in the form of Lord Rama, Lord Krishna, Lord Narasimhadev and so on so is the exchange of love between Lord and his devotees so this was um, speaks about the um, Lord's reciprocation how Lord reciprocates to his devotees so devotional service is um, mutual like um, it's not like only one way that we pray and we don't uh, receive any uh, reciprocation from Lord so here here Prabhupada brings out how Lord has expanded himself into different forms to fulfill the desires of his devotees so at Pula Ashrama the Supreme Personality of Godhead Hari out of his transcendental affection for his devotee and there is one point in this verse it says like Yatra where certainly the Supreme Personality of Godhead Hari Adhyapi even today so even today it's not just that in the old days like in Treta Yuga in Vakar Yuga Lord appears but Lord even appears in this Kali Yuga um, even today residing in that Tatriyanam wherever we are it's not that we have to go to a certain place um, and only can see him wherever we are Nija Jananam for his own devotees Vachalena his transcendental affection so affection is above the modes which is unconditional and Lord of us Sannidhapyate becomes visible according to the desire of his devotee in whatever way the desire uh, the devotee wants to see the Supreme Lord Lord even today appears before them so he won't be up like generally when we ask people to take up the devotional service seriously or we some people come and argue the existence of the Lord saying like you know um, show me the Lord I will uh, I will pray or I will start chanting or uh, if he is there he should be available now so though Krishna doesn't uh, even if Krishna comes they people like that cannot see because our senses are material and they have to be completely purified to see the presence of the Lord uh, when Lord himself appeared in Dvapa Yuga many could not recognize him as the Supreme Personality of Godhead and especially if we see his instructions were not palatable to Duryodhana even though they were for Arjuna so even for us it is the same sometimes when we are materially oriented completely immersed in fulfilling our own desires and sense gratification um, we are completely delusional because we are body conscious uh, whatever uh, the body is urging we will be thinking that that is the need of the time and uh, to satisfy our desires uh, we work so hard at that time the instructions of the Lord or we won't be seeing the presence of the Lord but the devotees of the Lord because they are purified they are always engaging themselves in the pure devotional service of the Lord in one or the other way 
they can see the presence of the Lord in their life in various situations. When calamities come, uh, they understand how the Lord has saved them, how the Lord is protecting them. So they will be able to see the presence of the Lord. So in, he may not be presenting himself in only one form, like Krishna, um, in his original form. He may come in any form. Uh, like how he has come to protect in the form of Lord Narasimha for Prahlad, like Lord Rama uh, to protect his uh, devotees. So similarly, he takes Nana Avatar. He takes various unlimited time kinds of Avataras to come and protect his devotees. So at Pula Hashama, especially there, the Lord appears to his devotees like that. And we have already uh, seen in previous um, pastimes uh, when uh, King Nabi also prays to Krishna uh, for uh, having a son like him, like Lord Rishabhadev. So even that at that point, um, there is a verse where it says that um, King uh, um, Supreme Personality of Godhead gets attracted by our unmotivated, uninterrupted devotion to the Lord. It looks as if he will be getting attracted to the various kinds of finances, austerities that we are performing. Or uh, he keeps on mentioning in um, all the, even in the Bhagavad Gita shlokas that none of these things attract me. Even if we read the complete Vedas and we can recite all of them end to end, that also does not. Vedeshu, Adhurlabha. It is very difficult to, uh, in Brahma Samhita itself, um, we read that verse where he says that it is very difficult to know Lord or to understand Lord by any of these things, except when we have the pure devotional um, service to Lord. So um, even uh, in the pastime of King Navi, uh, Prabhupada and the translation it is mentioned that he appears because is impressed by his devotional service and he uh, fulfills the de uh, desire of the devotee. So here also he does that. So Prabhupada mentions this wonderful verse, Rama Dimurti Shukala Niyamena Tishtan Nana Bhatara Makarod Bhuvane Shukintu Krishna Swayam Samabhavat Paramahpumanyo Govinda Mahadipurusham Tamaham Bhadami He exists as himself in his spiritual world and he also comes as himself to this material world. Apart from that, he also comes as Lord Rama, Baladeva, Sankarsana, Narayana, Mahavishnu, uh, and so forth. The devotees worship all these forms according to their liking, and Lord, out of his affection, presents himself also as Achavikraha. He not only comes as uh, he not only comes as these forms, but he also presents himself as a Achavikraha in the temples because everything spiritual and material is the energies of the Lord. So some, he can convert anything from material to spiritual or spiritual to material. So that's why Lord establishes himself as a Achavigra because the devotees want to see him here in this material world where he is not present in his original form, his form. So he appears himself, he appears in the form of the Achavigraha. So when we approach to the Achavigrahas, either in our house or in temples, we should have that mood and that intention. But most of the times when we are performing our devotional service around the Achavigrahas, we, we, because our consciousness and our um, mood is not always that we are in front of the Lord Himself, 
uh, we act more like um, uh, we become more mechanical and we talk all kinds of uh, material things also there. Speaking about the services, like let's say if you are doing any kind of devotee, deity worship, or if you are doing any kind of Abhishekam and all, uh, asking about the worship related stuff is still okay because we have to speak and we worship the Lord. But most of the times, uh, we see sometimes in Hindu temple, in any temples, I, I didn't get an opportunity to do closer to. Um, in some temples and, and see the behind but most of the times when I observed and uh, see that when I go there and do to the service um, I feel that after some the mood is not there like the mood and intention that we are actually serving the Lord himself in his Archa Vigraha because it is in Archa Vigraha it is no more lesser than Lord the bhava should be there that we are worshipping the Lord. So the decorum that we practice, like how we, how the, the kinds of rules and regulations when we see the Supreme Lord Himself, we need to maintain that. But unfortunately we forget that because we are not in that devotee mood always and we forget to identify the presence of the Lord. Even though we respect that Chavigraha, our mood and intention is not like that. We get carried away mechanically and we will be thinking about the material things. We will be bringing all the material discussions also when we are actually engaging ourselves in deity worship. So we have to be very cautious when we are doing deity worship, we should take up that opportunity to immerse ourselves as if we are, to immerse ourselves as if we are in spiritual world and serving the Lord directly there. So our mood should be like that, that I am uh, serving the Supreme Lord Himself here. So we have to be treating and we have to be um, performing our activities in such a way because He Himself presents as Achavikraha. He sometimes presents himself personally before the devotee out of reciprocation of affection. So, the Lord says that. However, we worship, he reciprocates to his pure devotees. In the transcendental attitude, just as the devotee wants him. One devotee may want Krishna as a master. He presents himself as a master to him. Another devotee may want him as his personal friend. Like Krishna, you are like my friend, uh, talks to him like that. And then he treats him, um, he also uh, shares everything with him. And he approaches him with that attitude. Then Krishna reciprocates in that attitude as a personal friend. Another may want him as his son. So they may worship Bal Gopal as his own son, as their own son, and uh, treat him like that, like they, as if they are protecting the Lord. And Krishna reciprocates in the same way. And still another few devotees like gopis, who are exalted devotees of the Lord, may be treating him as his lover. And Krishna reciprocates in the same way, because when uh, uh, when Krishna rescued all the 16,000 uh, 16,000 um, uh, women from the clutches of Narakasura, they all treated, they all uh, worshipped the Lord as He is their lover, their husband. And Krishna reciprocated and married them all to give their, um, uh, uh, to exchange that love they are giving to Lord. So Krishna rewards all the devotees equally 
according to their different intensities of love for him. So this is where it is not that Krishna is being partial, Krishna reciprocates to one devotee and he's not responding to me, he's not rescuing me because I have a little one at house and she gets hurt every now and then and she says that why Krishna is doing this to me, why Krishna is hurting me so I always think, she always thinks that Krishna always have a plan somehow or the other however careful he is, she is, he, he wants to hurt her so I always uh, try to tell her that it's not like that so similarly we also think most of the time that oh uh, I have done in the same way as the other people are doing but Krishna is, um, Krishna is reciprocating differently to them. No, Krishna reciprocates in the same and equal and even more uh, when we do, um, when we uh, exchange our love and when we engage ourselves in pure devotional service. In the material world same reciprocations of feelings are there and they are equally exchanged, so I'm reading from uh, Bhagavad Gita 4.11 purport where Krishna Prabhupada writes that Krishna reciprocates with his pure devotees in the transcendental attitude so the reason that I'm bringing here that Krishna is being impartial because Krishna is not influenced by any modes um, uh, so Krishna reciprocates differently and he has a personal agenda that uh, I'm going to take revenge on this devotee or like that he's above the modes so his attitude when he reciprocates is transcendental. Reciprocations of feelings are there and they are equally exchanged by the Lord with different types of worshippers. So Krishna equally exchanges. The pure devotees both here and in the transcendental abode associate with him in person and are able to render personal service to the Lord and thus derive transcendental bliss in this loving way. So, the devotees here, even though they are here in this material world, they still associate with the Lord in a personal way. They never think that the, the, the archavigra that they are seeing is made of material of brass or wood or anything. So, as long as we are thinking in that way, he reciprocates in that way. We won't be having any personal feelings towards archavigra as long as we are uh, seeing them as, uh, as something made of material uh, brass because most of the time the impersonal people who uh, believe in impersonal uh, form of the law, uh, impersonal nature of the Lord, absolute truth, uh, they think that the Archavigraha is only like uh, for people who are uh, in a practicing stage uh, uh, sadhana bhaktas because they they are not able to focus on uh, they are not able to focus or they are not able to meditate on the impersonal nature impersonal feature of the Lord so Achavigra is like a temporary worship so they always have to move away from this temporary worship and they have to hold on to this temporary worship until they get purified so as long as they are looking in that way they will never get attached to the personal form of the Lord so they never have any or trust or faith or belief in the personal form of the Lord. So even we as a devotees who believe in the personal form of the Lord, who worship the personal form of the Lord, which is the absolute and the most complete realization of the absolute truth, should be having that intention when we are approaching the Lord. So initially maybe we may not be able to feel that because we are still contaminated, we still have a lot of material desires, um, those desires which should be, will be pulling us here and there, we have a lot of doubts, those will be 
pulling is pulling us away and we still can find faults even when we are in the worship of the deity or when we are chanting or when we are performing any kind of an activity still we see duality so that's why we, we will not be able to have that mood always spontaneously automatically but we have to make that effort voluntarily and we have to see those forms as the personal forms of the Lord and when we practice that then we get a discipline when we approach to the Lord we will be like we will be very disciplined when we are in front of the Lord when we practice that discipline then we will be always conscious that Lord is present here in the form of the Acha Vigraha in front of us he is not different from the Lord in the spiritual world and I'm getting an opportunity to serve the Lord and the mood should be as if we are serving the Lord in the spiritual world so if we approach the deities in our house in that way many people who do deity worship many people who worship the deities they see those deities talking to them every day so that the deities reciprocate to them in the personal form so the pure devotees both here and in the transcendental abode so Prabhupada will not write like you know oh they, the pure devotees uh, only find that in transcendental abode the pure devotees both here in the transcendental abode associate with him in person and are able to render personal service to the Lord so that's why they don't really have any desire to go back to the spiritual world or anything they are okay here also as long as they can worship the Lord because they are always associating rendering service to the Lord uh, in a personal way so that's why here um, Prabhupada says that devote the, the de he sometimes presents himself personally before the duty out of reciprocation, reciprocation or affection and this reciprocation and affection is not materially motivated like thinking people think that oh because I am a rich person I am doing a service rich so he's reciprocating to me. I'm a poor person. I can't do that much kind of a service. So his no, his reciprocation is not motivated by that. His reciprocation is motivated by your internal love, affection for the Lord. Even though you don't have anything. So Krishna says in 9.6, Patram Pushpam Palantoyam. He repeats that in the, uh, uh, sorry, uh, that was repeated there. Or this was repeated there in the past time of Sudama. When Sudama comes with handful of four handfuls of chipped rice which was also borrowed from the neighbor's house Lord accepts that and takes that with lot of love and affection he is not he, he did not dis, uh, he did not make any differentiation so he that is the mood that is the reciprocation that Lord uh, shows to us according to the devotees desires he may present in the form of Lord Rama Lord Krishna Lord Nasimadev and so on such is the exchange of love between the Lord and His devotees. So we should we should be reading and dwelling ourselves more into these pastimes of the Lord to see how Lord is reciprocating to His devotees. And if we also approach over the period of time when we are chanting our uh, holy names and rendering service, automatically that power develops in us when we get purified when we get reached that stage that bhava develops and as soon as we approach the uh, and as soon as we approach lord we can feel that there is no uh, need for anyone else to re reveal to us
We ourselves, when we render service to spiritual master and Krishna sincerely and when we are chanting, we can feel that bhava and the moment we see the Lord, we feel that and we approach the Lord in that way and we also receive reciprocation in the same way. So this is this verse. I will also um, go to the next verse. Next verse. 10, 5.7.10 Yatra Shamapadhanya Ubhayato Nabhibhir Drushas Chakrais Chakranadhinamasarit Pravara Sarvatah Pavitri Karoti Yatra Shamapadhanya Ubhayato Nabhibhir Drushas Chakrais Chakranadhin Nama Saritravara Sarvata Pavitri Karoti Translation impacted by Shila Prabhupada. Shila Prabhupada Etra where Ashrama Pagadani, all hermitages, Bubhayataha, both on top and below, Nabibihi, like the symbolic mark of a navel, Drushata, Drushat, visible, Chakrai, with the circles, Chakranadi, the Chakranadi river, generally known as Gandaki. Gandaki, Nama of the name. Saritravara, the most important river of all. Sarvataha, everywhere. Pavitri Karoti, sanctified. So in the Pulashrama, the Gandaki river, which is the best of all the rivers. We can only find saligramas in Gandaki river not like in any other river and when devotees go there um, they go particularly in search and some may be finding a saligrama sira in the form of kurma some may be finding in the form of a narasimha some may be finding in the form of rama so devotees sometimes accept that as reciprocation of lord to them in those forms which is the best of all rivers the saligrama sira the marble pebbles purify all those places on each and every marble pebble up and down circles like navels are visible not any pebble can be considered as polygrama sera there are such in, um, marks and identifications that we have to um, uh, know I mean I'm not expert in that but uh, those who uh, find uh, they they know that before and when they go to that place uh, they uh, they can find and they get or some of them may be having in their family because previously everybody used to worship Saligrama Sila um, like Brahmanas, Shatriyas, Vaishas they used to worship Saligrama Sila like even in, uh, in the old the worship of the Lord um, was so disciplined uh, in previous previous uh, ages um, that they used to even have Agni Hotra in their house um, so through Agni, Agni actually receives our sacrifice, but that goes to all the Devi Devatas. So he is a recipient, he is the projector, we see him directly. So that's why the scriptures say that when you cook the food in your house, first of all you cook to offer to the Lord, so that's why you have to be clean, you have to take cleanliness is next to godliness, Prabhupada says that, so you have to take bath and then you have to do that. And the other point is also that Agni is also like um, the uh, uh, carrier via media of our sacrifices to Devi Devdas and Krishna and all, so it's very uh, 
uh, we have to be very pure when you are touching. Um, and then that's why we need to have, we have to follow certain rules and regulations and start cooking. Over the period of time, uh, we have made ourselves so, uh, like, you know, uh, lazy, uh, no discipline and all that. Um, people cook even brushing their teeth. Uh, people cook uh, in any form they are. Uh, they don't have respect. So what we eat is what we become. So we really have to be careful when we are approaching and cooking our meal and when we are uh, offering it to Lord. So, see, all these things actually make us more and more Krishna conscious. And all these things make us, um, um, uh, cleanse us away from all kinds of unwanted thoughts and makes us stress-free. So if we can follow these simple disciplines, let's say maybe in a day we spend an hour cooking prasadam to the Lord. Um, uh, so, uh, in that one hour, if we can sanctify our environment by playing some lecture, by hearing to some kirtan, uh, by hearing to some chanting, which reminds us of Krishna, and then if we cook prasadam and we offer to the Lord, so that one one and a half hour becomes God consciousness. We don't need to externally do anything, like leave everything. Um, I, need, I don't have time. I'm such a busy person. I have so many chores to do. Um, I'm not like you to sit down and think of the God all the time. If we are not that, there are so many hundreds of ways which can always immerse, immerse us in Krishna consciousness, in thinking of Krishna. When we are performing these services, which take a major part, which should be done with a lot of focus and attention and love. But we also misuse those opportunities and we think of something else when we are cooking. Either we will be arguing with our family members or we will be talking on the phone or we will be watching something, material things, or we will be worried about something and we miss that opportunity. Whatever is that that is going on in our life, not all our lives are same, not all days are same. Some days may be very stressful. Some days we may be having some pressing issues. Even then, take the opportunity. Any issue, any problem, any situation, we can take that as an opportunity to serve Krishna, to think of Krishna. We may be thinking of a solution to that problem from a material perspective, but now that I'm doing a service to Krishna, like cooking or deities worship or making garlands or sweeping or washing the dishes, because these everything we relate to Krishna, we are doing it for Krishna, so I'll be thinking of Krishna. And I'll take this opportunity to talk to Krishna even with about my problems. Because Bhagavatam itself says that Sarva Kama Kama, any desire, whether it is spiritual or material, go to Krishna. Any problem, go to Krishna. So I have this problem, Krishna. Uh, I have, um, uh, I am cooking right now, but after this I have to go and work. At work I have this problem. I may have a busy day, so I have to worry about this problem or this relative is bothering me, but I want to cook. Uh, I want to cook. I want to think, but I'm sharing with you my problem. This is something I have. Can you help me find a solution so that this goes away from my mind and I can focus on your service, I can think of your service, or I don't have any other shelter. For everything, you are my shelter, material or spiritual. I don't find anything, who, anybody else who can solve my problem. So I'm coming and talking to you. So every opportunity we can use and think and have a discipline, um, have a mood and intention to serve Krishna. So the Saligrama Sila, the 
marvelous purify all those places so prabhupada writes in one of the purports way that this is one of the way worshiping saligrama sila purify us on each and every marble to block and down surface like nails or visible purport saligrama sila refers to pebbles that appear like stones with circles marked up and down these are available in the river known as gandaki nadi gandaki nadi wherever the waters of this river flow the place becomes immediately sanctified so wherever gandaki river is flowing uh, it purifies the people and uh, it purifies the place the reason it is mentioned here is that pulahashram bharat king bharat chose that place because it puri- he already got purified by um, and by performing all kinds of austerities now he is progressing in his devotion he he progresses to the stage of bhavak so he he has crossed all the other stages and he has uh, progressing um, to the stage of bhava so he went to this anashrama where there are no external distractions um because if he still lives in the kingdom because he is an able king he may get distractions from his family um and his so this is something which we all can also do once we reach that age where we retire from our life we voluntarily should keep us little bit away uh, from the material things and uh, closer to the association of the devotees so whoever we see can remind us of krishna whatever we do can remind us of krishna the place that we are living automatically purifies us and reminds us of krishna so that's why king bharat has chosen chosen this pulaka pulahashrama so he has faith sadhu sangha bhajana kriya anartha nivruti nishta ruchi asakti and he is progressing to the bhava stage almost at the eighth stage of his devotional service so that is the stage where king um, bharata is moving forward so i'll also go to verse 11 because these verses are very small tasmin bhava kilasa ekalaha tulashramo pavane vividha kusuma vividha ಕುಸುಮಿಹಮಾನೋಭಗವತಾರಾಧನಂಭೃತಿಂಕಲಕುಲಶ್ರಮ ಪುಲಹಾಶ್ರಮೋಪವನೆ ವಿವಿಧಕುಸುಮಕ್ಷಿಲಾಯತುಲಸೀಕಾಮಭುಭಿ ಕಂದಮೂಲಪಲೋಪಹಾರೈಶ್ಚ ಸಮೀಹಮಾನೋ ಭಗವತ ಆರಾಧನಂ ವಿವಿಕ್ತಪರತ ವಿಷಯಾಭಿಲಾಸ ಉಭಾಬೃಹುತೋಪಸಮ ಪರಂ ನಿವೃತ್ತಿಂ ಅಬಾಪ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಪರ್ಪಟ್ ಬೈ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭಾಪ ಶಿಲ ಪ್ರಭಾಪಿ ಜೈ ತಸ್ಮಿನ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ಆಶ್ರಮ ವಾವಾಖಿಲ ಇಂಡೀಡ್ ಸಹ ಭರತ ಮಹಾರಾಜ ಏಕಲಹ ಅಲೋನ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಪುಲಹಾಶ್ರಮ ಉಪವನೆ ಇನ್ ದ ಗಾರ್ಡನ್ ಸಿಚುವೇಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ಪುಲಹಾಶ್ರಮ ವಿವಿಧ ಕುಸುಮ ಶಿಲಾಯ ತುಳಸೀಕ ಅಂಬುಬಿ ಅಂಬುಬಿ ವಿತ್ ವೆರೈಟೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಫ್ಲವರ್ಸ್
twigs and tulasi leaves as well as with water kandamoola phala upaharai by offerings of roots bulbs and fruits cha and samihamanaha performing bhagavataha of the supreme personality of godhead aaradhanam worshiping vivittaha purified uparata being freed from vishaya abhilashaha desire for material sense enjoyment upabhruta increased upasamaha tranquility param transcendental nivrutim satisfaction avaha he obtained so this is how bharat maharaj is progressing day by day from one stage to one stage where he is also attaining peace and satisfaction in the worship of the lord he is free from material desires in the gardens of pulashrama maharaj bharat lived alone and collected a variety of flowers twigs and tulsi leaves so he is a king but here he is collecting whatever is available in that ashrama and he is offering it to the lord he also collected the water of the gandaki river as well as various roots fruits and bulbs with these he offered food to the supreme personality of godhead vasudeva and worshiping him he remained satisfied in this way his heart was completely uncontaminated and he did not have the least desire for material enjoyment all the material desires vanished in this steady position he felt full satisfaction and was situated in devotional service so this is the stage bharat maharaj is going from being a king to a pure devotee of the lord <clears throat> giving up all his appliances all the material desires being steady satisfied propad writes everyone is searching after peace of mind this is obtainable only when one is completely freed from the desire for material sense gratification and is engaged in the devotional service of the lord every one of us wants peace of mind we have we may be if we whatever the appliances that we have riches we have position we have children we have if we don't have peace of mind we won't be able to enjoy that and we often see that in the material world that those who are highly successful either in their uh, <clears throat> creative field like actors and actresses or very rich people or um, renowned people because they lack peace of mind they are highly they go through a lot of depression distress they don't have a means to live because they lack peace of mind they uh, they kind of plan to end their life because they they are very troubled by these things people who watch them from outside may be thinking that they have everything they want why are they not happy so this reminds us that these material things are not going to give us any kinds of happiness whatsoever we are we are looking for that happiness to feel happy is the nature of the soul and soul is to feel happy serving the lord our love for lord has perverted and has turned into lust that is lust is nothing but our sense gratification the desire to enjoy separated from krishna by using our body and fulfilling our material desires that's why the same object that gives me satisfaction today 
is not giving me satisfaction after some time because material objects have or the happiness that material objects give us is temporary. That is the nature of the material things, whatsoever big they may be. So, instead of looking in the material objects for the happiness that the soul is, the soul is desiring, we need to turn ourselves towards Supreme Lord, who is eternal, and from where we can get an happiness which increases ever. The happiness that we derive from the material objects is temporary. It is at one point of time and it is not at, a, at another point of time. If the same object can give us happiness all the time, then we won't be having unlimited material desires. Because the object is no longer giving us happiness, we turn towards another object. We, to, we turn towards another relationship. We, we, the same relations does not feel happy. So that's why we, 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 we look outside for happiness. But the happiness that we get from the spiritual happiness is not like that. Spiritual happiness is ever increasing and it does not require anything from external. It is not dependent on any external objects, external material objects. Whether I have money or not, I'm, the spiritual happiness gives me happiness. Whether I have food or not, the spiritual happiness gives happiness. It is independent of the material objects. It is ever increasing, it is independent of the material objects and it is there forever with us. So Prabhupada is writing here that we can achieve peace of mind only when we are free of material desires. So then what do you think Mataji, what do you say that, um, uh, but these desires are not stopped coming to me. Uh, however chanting I am doing, how much ever chanting I am doing, how much ever purifying I am, the desires are keep coming. Agree. The desires keep coming to the people even who are there in the Sanyashastrama. When you look at a sense object, the mind immediately brings out the thought that, oh, you remember you have enjoyed with this object previously and you, uh, you are very happy. And it brings out that thought. The problem comes when you started contemplating on that. When you start give, responding to that uh, request that has been sent by your senses to the mind when they look at the sense objects, if you reject that request saying that this is a material desire, this will take me away from Krishna, this is not going to give me permanent happiness, I have enjoyed this previously and I know the, what is the taste, I don't need to engage myself in that again. So when you keep rejecting those enjoyment requests that have been given to your mind, now mind registers that rejection. And next time, the moment it looks at the sense object, it thinks that this is not for me. Like a person, when he sees we are going into the supermarket, they arrange the things in the supermarket in such a way that they know the psychology of the buyers, the customers. So they, even though you are going to buy milk, You'll go and buy a washing machine or a vacuum cleaner and come if you, you, even if you don't need. Because when you are passing by, you see that and they put it in such an attractive way that it sounds as if that you need it. Because you, you looked at it and you started thinking about it. You started reading about it and you felt like the washing machine in uh, the, uh, the vacuum cleaner or the washing machine in my house is not good. And this is something I need, need right now. And then you go and buy that and come. So it is, if you are focused, if you are resolute 
Krishna says in second chapter of Bhagavad Gita that those who are resolute, those who are fixed in Krishna consciousness, they 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 are very resolute. Their uh, their intelligence is not diverted. But those who try to fulfill their material desires, bahusakas anantascha, vavasayatmika buddhi. The people who are very resolute in Krishna consciousness, their buddhi is vavasayatmika, focused. Ekeha kurunandana. They are very focused. But those who are not, their intelligence is distributed among the multiple desires, bahusaka anantasya. It is distributed into different sakas, different branches, because they are engaging themselves in fulfilling different kinds of desires, so their, their intelligence is not resolute. It is distributed among so many desires, fulfilling in so many desires. But those who know that their happiness is in serving Krishna, even though they don't experience at this point of time, but they have, been, they have learned, they have seen the uh, uh, pastimes of different devotees, with, uh, the pastimes of the Lord with different devotees, and they know that, and they, 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 they have faith that one day they are going to reach that stage. Right now they may not be in that stage. They may be at the Sraddha stage, first stage in devotion. But when you keep practicing, when you keep getting purified, when you re remove all your anattas, when you get nista, when you get taste, you go to that stage, I will experience that. They are very focused. They are not, I went to buy milk, I will only buy milk. I will not look at any other thing. And they will go straight, buy milk and come up. For them, all these things won't disturb. But for those who are not focused on their goal, they are not convinced on their goal, their intelligence is bahusakahanantascha. Their intelligence is distributed among so many other things in fulfilling the material desires. And they can keep hopping from one desire to another desire for fulfilling their thinking that they will derive happiness. And when in this process of jumping from one desire to another desire, they get unhappiness. They think that this particular thing is going to give happiness. Now that is not giving. They are frustrated. They are illusioned. Anger comes and they go downwards. They go downwards in the cycle. So when, when, we, are getting, when we are getting these thoughts, we are in, when we are trying to fulfill, we are in mode of ignorance, mode of passion. Now, the, now that our attachment to these material desires is pulling us to mode of ignorance. So we have to elevate ourselves to mode of goodness and turn all our desires also towards Krishna. All the desires, spiritualize them. We cannot stop desires. As long as we have body, we are inside this body, we have to fulfill the needs of this body and the nature of this material body is that it keeps popping up the desire to us. But it is our responsibility using our intelligence scriptural knowledge, association of devotees, mercy of Guru and Krishna, that we turn them spiritual. And if we start practicing them, trust Acharyas and Krishna that at one point of time, nothing material bothers us, disturbs us, and we will be turning towards Krishna. So here Prabhupada is saying that as long as we have material sense gratification, we cannot find peace of mind unless we engage ourselves in devotion and service of the Lord. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Patram Pushpam Phalam Thoyam Yome Bhaktya Prayachati. Worship of the Lord is not all expensive. One can offer the Lord a leaf, a flower, a little fruit and some water. The Supreme Lord accepts these offerings when they are offered with love and devotion.
He doesn't need the wealth. He, what wealth he doesn't have. He has goddess of wealth himself. And people who are going there and thinking proudly, presenting their wealth to Krishna, they think that, oh, see, sometimes with the immaturity, some people, when they go to certain temples, when they do certain kind of seva, uh, they, will be giving a, they will be given some special lunch. Like if you go to New Brindavana, so Shamarasika Mataji, you know, in that area, they all will have um, uh, special lunches, special sponsors and all those things. So if we go there and start feeling proud that, oh, I am such a great person, I have uh, uh, renunciated $1,000 or $2,000 of my earning and I am giving to that and I am in this position, and I and we show that to the other devotees that uh, no 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 you cannot come to this lunch because you are not um, you didn't do that uh, uh, donation I have done that donation so that's why they are uh, recognizing me and they are giving me that position so if we show that arrogance and uh, that pride and all that doesn't attract Krishna at all because if the other devotee is just offering a flower with love and devotion Krishna is more pleased by them by that devotee <coughs> than you who is very uh, uh, very proud of your uh, donation to Krishna. So we have to be very careful. We have to know what, what pleases Krishna. Um, and the Supreme Lord accepts these offerings when they are offered with love and devotion. In this way, one can be freed from material desires. So when we offer what we have to Krishna with love and devotion, what we can offer, like I can only offer a fruit. I may not be able to offer 36 bogas every day. If I do that with love and devotion, Krishna purifies us and slowly, slowly we will get free from all material desires. So the offering is also, the offering to the Lord should be done with so much discipline, so much love, so much bhava. Not that, okay, <clears throat> as soon as the offering is put, oh, when is that five minutes is overing? So I have learned uh, from the uh, from the priest that after offering we should not remove immediately. Is it done or not? Is it there or not? Five minutes over or not? No. We should have that bhava. We should have that love to Krishna when we are offering. It should not be mechanical. I am offering to Krishna, but I am listening to the news running behind. I am offering to Krishna, but I am listening to the fight my kids are doing. That, that doesn't please. With love and affection, like how we serve personally to Krishna. Krishna is eating. And asking Krishna, I tried this uh, uh, green leaf vegetable today. Try it and tell me how it is. Um, did you like it? So that kind of a bhava we should have in our service. The Supreme Lord accepts this offering when they are offered with love and devotion. In this way, one can be free from material desires. As long as one maintains material desires, he cannot be happy. As soon as one engages in the devotional service of the Lord, his mind is purified of all material desires then one becomes fully satisfied. It is not that suppressing the desires is going to make us uh, not have material desires. Engaging in devotional service of the Lord is going to purify our material desires. When it purifies our material desires, they become spiritual. The desires become spiritual. You can have unlimited spiritual desires. Today only I was reading a quote where it says, you can have spiritual anxiety that I cannot fulfill my spiritual desire. That is still takes us towards Krishna. That increases our faith towards Krishna. Material desires, material anxieties just, just involving us more and more in sense gratification. So then one becomes fully satisfied. Savai pumsan karo dharma yato bhaktir adokshaje hai tukai apratisata yayatma suprasidati 
ವಾಸುದೇವೇ ಭಗವತಿ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಯೋಗ ಪ್ರಯೋಜಿತ ಜನತ್ಯಾಸು ವೈರಾಗ್ಯಂ ಜ್ಞಾನಂ ಚ ಯತ್ ಅಹೈತುಕಂ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ಭಾಗವತಂ ದ ಸುಪ್ರೀಂ ಆಕ್ಯುಪೇಶನ್ ಧರ್ಮ ಫಾರ್ ಆಲ್ ಹ್ಯುಮ್ಯಾನಿಟಿ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟೂ ಧರ್ಮ ಪರಧರ್ಮ ಅಂಡ್ ಅಪರಾಧರ್ಮ ದ ಧರ್ಮ ಅಕಾರ್ಡಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ಬಾಡಿ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ವೈಫ್ ಅವರ್ ಚಿಲ್ಡ್ರನ್ ಅವರ್ ಕಮ್ಯುನಿಟಿ ಅವರ್ ಸೊಸೈಟಿ ದ ಜಾಬ್ ದಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಅವರ್ ಆಲ್ ಅಪರಾಧರ್ಮ ದ ಕರ್ಮ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ದ ಧರ್ಮ ಟುವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಸ್ ಪರಧರ್ಮ ಇಸ್ ಅಟರ್ನಲ್ our position to serve the lord as um, serving the lord is eternal so the supreme occupation for all humanity is that by which man can attain to loving devotional service unto the transcendental lord such devotional service must be unmotivated uninterrupted it should not be with any motives and it should be uninterrupted in order to completely satisfy the self by rendering devotional service unto the personality of godhead sri krishna one immediately acquires causeless knowledge and detachment from the world how we how we get detachment from the lord by attaching ourselves to krishna most of the times we practice detachment from the world not attaching ourselves to krishna that kind of drains us down that makes us tired that makes us feeling heavy difficult so the easy way for us to detach ourselves from the unwanted desires or unwanted habits is to make a good habit towards krishna i always tell to the people don't worry about eating non veg don't worry about your material desires try to increase your spiritual desires try to try spiritualize them then when we spiritualize our things automatically we get detachment from the world these are the instructions given in shrimad bhagavatam the supreme vedic literature one may not be able to go to kulashrama so prabhupad wonderfully computes not all of us may be able to go to kulashrama but wherever one is one can happily render devotional service to the lord by adapting the process mentioned above if we can adapt the process of rendering devotional service to the lord unmotivated and uninterrupted for whatsoever the reason as long as our health is permitting because sometimes we may get an interruption in our services when our health is not working but if we have a desire spiritual desire to serve lord lord will help us if we we may not be able to do a deity worship or we may not be able to clean the uh, temple or we may not be able to uh, go and distribute the books because of our ill health but for sure we will be able to listen to krishna's katha we will be able to chant one or the other way there are nine processes to serve krishna we can do service to krishna uninterruptedly in one or the other way until we are conscious of our body and then it should be unmotivated there should not be any other motivation that i will be going to the higher planets my children will be good my wife will be good my husband will be good it should be unmotivated just with love and devotion to the lord if we can do that then we can be happy wherever we are we don't need to go to kulashrama or holy places we can make the place that we are living brindavan because we have krishna in our heart we have krishna in our mind in our consciousness at all the levels so the place that we are living becomes brindavan so i'll conclude here i completed until 5.7.11 uh, any questions comments or any additions um, please devotees go ahead हरे कृष्ण माता जी मैं दरद प्रणाम टू यू श्री प्रपात की जय गुरु महाराज की जय वेरी इंस्पायरिंग क्लास आई लाइक इट व्हेन यू रीड एंड देन यू एक्सप्लेन यू नो 
points in the middle of the purport. Very nice. And uh, Mataji, you covered uh, 11 also, right? Yes, Mataji. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you so much. And uh, uh, you know that example in the beginning you gave of Bharat Maharaj who just, uh, you know, uh, Bhagavatam gives such wonderful, uh, I'm sure this is from the Bhagavatam, right? Like he was so detached uh, from his kingdom. Yes. Yes, so you yes. said that just like a person passes stool and, uh, you know, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it he, is mentioned in 5.14, not in 7, 5.14 it is mentioned. That hmm. is how, um, when it comes to, uh, like, he, he, he just leaves the things as if, uh, like how, we, how much detached we are to our stool, like that he just leaves it and goes. Like, so it is mentioned there. Yes, Mataji, it is mentioned in Bhagavatam. first this even in Chaitanya Chaitamrita. Uh, when okay. he brings out uh, the, when he speaks about uh, Raghav Pandita's episode, uh, Chaitanya Chaita, Chaitanya Chaita Murtha also we find, and this is referred to uh, King Bharat, yes. Amazing, no, when we hear of, uh, there are two Bhagavata, one is the book, book Bhagavatam, mm-hmm. and one is the devotees, when they speak the Bhagavatam, I don't know what, they're, they're two, right? Yes, you're right. So, Take devotee Bhagavata. That means uh, Bhag- uh, a devotee who lives uh, like that. the Bhagavata. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so important. Both of them, both of them are equally important. I won't say one is more important than the other because, you know, like some of us have not had the fortune to read uh, Bhagavatam, but then this is an example just spoken by the devotee. You know, sometimes some things said uh, will be remembered always in our life. Or some incidents, you know, like we say, it goes to our hard memory. But mm-hmm. then certain things we read, we forget. Oh, yeah. you know, we open the book after two, three years. But then certain things, it's important to, uh, you know, concentrate and understand the class. Because like this, um, this example, uh, you know, I've heard before also, but I had forgotten. So I was thinking, yes, I should be more detached to the world and I should be more... Uh, you know, like uh, thinking maybe this is my last day of my life and I should, what, what I have to do, you know, so I can uh, make Krishna happy like that. So this example, you know, is like such a set example that uh, when we have to, uh, of course, we have to do our duties. And, uh, you know, like, uh, but we do our duties, like cooking, cleaning, you know, taking care of family responsibility. But then the rest of the time, we can dedicate to Krishna. We don't need to, you know, because time is so valuable. It's amazing. Like yesterday in the evening, uh, I had gone, uh, uh, the sun was actually setting down, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, there was this, it's going down in the horizon uh, in the western side of where I'm living. And mm-hmm. uh, normally when the sun is just like half visible, I always stand there and look at the sun because it's the eye of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful. And, you know, every second the sun is going down it's mm-hmm. like you can actually see how time is moving and when we see the sunset we realize that the value of time is realized when we see and the sun has been doing this unlimitedly ever since we've taken birth so all these things which are going on i don't know there i know there are atheistic and all these kind of people in the world but uh, you know they just want to stay happy being in ignorance for some reason, but all these things, who's running all this, you know, I mean, uh, beautiful sun is there, and especially when the rising and the setting, setting sun is just yeah. like an orange fruit, you know, yeah. beautiful colors come in the environment, 
so uh, yes mataji so like we have to be detached just like we you when know you are talking about uh, detachment um, sorry for uh, interrupting yes. you yes i i just wanted to see this is something we all uh, uh, we all think that oh how can i be detached when i have so many responsibilities i mean a prahastashrama i have day in day out i have to do the things and when we are doing things we automatically get attached to those things like when i'm taking care of my family when i'm cooking uh, when i'm taking care of my husband or wife so but krishna also tells that uh, one wonderful verse if you all have time go and uh, you can read in uh, 3.34 krishna says indriya sindriye syathe ragadvesho vyavasthito tayornavasam agacchet tauhai asya paripanthino he says that this attachment ragadvesha attachment and aversion also should be regulated to the senses and sensitive objects one should not come under control of such attachment and aversion because they are stumbling paths on the path of self realization so krishna says that prabhupada writes in the purport wonderfully that when you are performing all these duties according the prescribed according to the varna and ashrama that you are in when you are performing these duties remember that do these duties for the sake of doing them with detachment knowing that these are temporary if you think that oh i am doing prescribed duties according to the scriptures only um, and then i am safe like i am safe then we get attached to these and and when time comes to get to leave these things we will not be able to leave even though we are in devotional service so prabhupada writes that in the purport even on a highway uh, on a on a highway where the king is coming accidents happen so even those devotees who follow the rules and regulations according to the scriptures and perform their uh, uh, prescribed duties still they have to regulate their aversion and attachment so we should not be thinking that i am in grahastha ashrama um so i am doing all these things so i am allowed to get attached a lot no we have to remember that i am temporary this family is also temporary but i should not be uh, uh, i should not be overly attached so prabhupada writes that although they may be very carefully maintained so prabhupada uh, writes this in this like one has to follow those rules and regulations and attach to them because practice of sense gratification under regulations may also lead one to go astray as much as there is always the chance of an accident even on the royal roads although they may be very carefully maintained no one can guarantee that there will be no danger even on the safest road the sense enjoyment spirit has been current a very long long time owing to material association therefore in spite of regulated sense enjoyment there is always chance of falling down therefore any attachment for regulated sense enjoyment must also be avoided by all means but attachment to krishna consciousness or acting always in loving service of krishna detaches from all kinds of sensory activities therefore no one should try to be detached from krishna consciousness at any stage of life the whole process of detachment from all kinds of sense and sense attachment is ultimately to become situated on the platform of krishna consciousness so in you are practicing detachment to become krishna consciousness but we worry a lot about detachment i'm not able to detach so don't worry about that get yourself attached to krishna and even though when you are enjoying or when you are hating something 
under the prescribed rules or rules and regulations do that with a pinch of salt that you should not be attached to these things i am allowed to enjoy with my wife with my husband with my children and all those things but do that in an attached unattached way how do we do that in an attached unattached way doing it as just as a duty without any expectations in return i don't have any expectations on the act that on the karma that i am doing because i am offering that to krishna i am taking care of my wife children husband and this is also an offering to krishna because i am in a varnashrama i am following the rules and regulations of varnashrama dharma and i am uh, uh, and i know that when i follow this sincerely one day i get liberated and on on top of it i have krishna consciousness then i will be doing them these things but if you get attached in this process then you will start feeling separation and you will go deeper into those relations like let's say when your kids go out of the house for college or when your kids get married uh, because you are too much attached to them serving them without for- forgetting the fact that uh, at one point of time we or they are going to get separated we got ourselves too much attached now that we cannot think of krishna but them so we have to be even following these even doing all these things we need to have that in mind but it's very difficult to have because when we are doing these things how can we uh, do with that mood that one point of time so we have to relate all these things also with krishna so we should not be worried about detachment from the material things but we should be worrying more about attachment to krishna i attach everything to krishna my children i mean i mean i mean uh, not uh, i'm not saying that i'm attaching i mean to say we have to attach everything to krishna look everything in relation to krishna your family uh, your job everything somehow or the other for sarva karana karanam he is there is karanam for all so try to link them all to krishna when we link everything to krishna the detachment automatically comes for sure we see the things in the real way okay for 18 20 years kids will be with us after that they'll go away so we should not be overly controlling or overly attaching overly worrying about them if not today tomorrow they have to take care of themselves they will be somewhere in the college and parents will be worrying here day in and day out without knowing what they are doing what is going on with them how they are handling their life because we thought that we are the karana karana we are sarva karana karana because of me my kid is like that if i am not there he will not be surviving so never ever we thought that because of krishna i am there because of krishna my kid is there because so bring krishna in everything then you won't worry if because of krishna because of krishna i could take care of my son uh, tomorrow because of krishna someone will take care of him or he will himself will take care of him. so when because krishna is everywhere krishna can do anything he can do turn this upside down or anything so when we see in everything krishna then we won't be worrying the only thing as you said like we may be doing the chores after that we have lot of time we can engage it in krishna krishna service even when we are doing chores we can engage it so i just remembered this verse and i just brought that mataji hari krishna mataji can i ask question on that it's I wonderful think, explanation probably don't go there i just wanted to thank mataji just that uh, so much of positivity is there in mataji that uh, you know i'm amazed uh, at uh, how she uh, picked up the energy you know like uh, of mine devotees are very intelligent right so yes everything uh, we have to if you are already engaged in krishna service 
then we don't really need to uh, be detached like that, you know. It's, it's something like, oh, I'm going to the mountains to do my puja or my samadhi or whatever. But the point is, there also my mind will wander. Uh-huh. You know, it'll keep thinking of the family. Oh, I don't know whether this was done, that was done. So it might as well stay in the family, do the duties and, you know, <laughs> engage everyone in, uh, you know, sabko Krishna ki bhakti mein lagao. Yes. Very nice, Mataji. Very nice class. And we are so fortunate to have you. And I wish, uh, pray that you come more often because, you know, you also come once a month. And you, you pulled me today, so I, I got an opportunity to serve. So. Yeah. We miss, uh, you know, Shri Badrani Prabhu, who doesn't have light right now in New Vrindavan. Please pray for, you know, sometimes material desires also we have to go to Krishna. Please yeah, pray anything. for devotees in New Vrindavan. There's no light there. The okay. electric the, the electric company has said for months, so cold there also. Oh, has said for Monday. Yeah, it's like, uh, so let's hope they, I was, uh, you know, like everybody pray. Let's all chant for them. All the devotees mm-hmm. in New Vrindavan one time. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. Hare Hare. Okay, Prabhuji, please go ahead. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Mataji. So you wonderfully explained explain Mataji one's duty towards our uh, uh, family members. Like we should not, we have, we should uh, do the activity out of duty, not the attachment. Mm. So uh, I'm wondering where the love part comes in there. I mean, uh, how do you deal with that part? Because otherwise things will fall apart. So Prabhu, this is something like, because Krishna says in second chapter, it sounds like, you are not entitled to results, so you are only uh, you are only doing your duties. So that doesn't mean that okay, I am not worried about the result. Um, I'll cook and put how much ever salt it is. So because we we sh- we should be doing that because you are offering your service of taking care of your family to Krishna, right? So it should be done with utmost quality, like with utmost love and affection, but not loving them at their body level. You love them at their soul level. Fortunately, we are being all associated. All of us are at the end of the day souls. Krishna has conveniently put them all under one shelter where we all can spend more time with each other, where we all can influence each other more, where we all can motivate each other more, where we all can be together in serving the Lord more. So that love is for their soul, for their body also we take it, it, does, it, is, it doesn't mean that we neglect their body because body is as important for us because we have to render service to the, uh, to the Krishna using our body. We take care of the body but the love comes from the soul because you are not, you are, you are going above this body and treating them as a soul, as an eternal relation that you have and they have with Krishna. This life may be wife, this life may be son, this life may be daughter. So you will keep your personal ego aside. That some, like at times, how much ever we are in Krishna consciousness, egos come in part. Like I am husband, I am wife, I am mother, I am father. So that time, you like you know, when we always remember that I am loving them because they are wonderful souls who have been sent to me by Krishna and I have been put in a position as a parent, then I have a higher responsibility of loving them at the soul level than the body level. I will give them all the uh, food for maintaining their body, but I will also give Krishna to them. Uh, 
and I will be compassionate towards them, understand them, help them to be Krishna consciousness. In everything I see, I also express my love and um, I, because love is expressed always. It's not like you love but you don't do anything, right? So when you do things to them, your intention is that they are souls and they, you, you want to give Krishna to them and you are rendering a devotee. They are all somehow or other connected to Krishna. See, we do the devotee concepts outside. We are very humble to the people outside our family. Very, very humble. Uh, very, very uh, understanding. The things they don't tell also we understand. And we, because we know that we have, we, it will be an offense to the devotee outside if we do that. Or maybe if we are not that poor, we are still impure, we don't want everybody to think that we are an offensive devotee or something like that. But we forget that when it comes to our family. Even in our family, they are all individual souls coming with their own impressions, coming with their own uh, karmas. Um, and so even expressing our love towards them is also at the soul level keeping Krishna in center and understanding that they are also related to Krishna and somehow Krishna has given me this opportunity to serve them in this life. When we do that, we will automatically be more uh, uh, selflessly loving them. When we are loving them at the body level, like a son or a daughter, when they answer back to us, we get angry. Uh, when they don't listen to us, we get angry. Our ego pops in. But when we are loving them at the soul level, we try to understand why they are talking like that. This is something, some impression he has got. So I often, um, uh, like I, I thought I understood your question. That's why I'm answering in this way. If not, you correct me. So when I deal with my teenager kids, I often get setbacks. Then I sit down. I, I sit down and I say, it is not that I'm talking as a mother or a father. Here we are. I don't want you to do this and go away from Krishna. This will take you away from Krishna. This quality that you are having is going to make you lose Krishna, which I don't want to happen for you. So that's why I'm advising you. If you want, you take it. Otherwise, I'll just pray for you. Because my duty is only until advising. Taking or not is up to you. Following it all is not up to you. And in nowhere I'm bringing my authority as a mother or as a father. I am bringing, I always go level to that, I am talking to a peer devotee, uh, a devotee uh, I am associating. So when I do that, I already, I am expressing my love, but my now is now becoming more and more, uh, 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 more, more than what I show. Because I am loving them at the uh, soul level. I am doing things which they can take with them to their next lives. So then you will love them even more Yes, 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 that's wonderful, Mataji. When you engage them through the soul level in Krishna consciousness, that brings the love automatically. Yes. When the whole family, you know, works together mm-hmm. to worship the Lord or do any devotional activity, that holds the whole family together. And then you have activity at the soul level and the, and the love comes when you work together. Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Mataji. Thank you, Prabhuji, for asking this question. Hare Krishna, Mataji, can you hear me? Mataji, can you hear me? Yes, yes, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna, my Dhanavat Pranams to you. Hare Krishna, my Dhanavat Pranam to you too. Uh, Number one, that I was very happy to hear your clear voice today. 
so with uh, krishna's uh, mercy i'm glad that you are in good health to teach us and preach for us that's wonderful you always give very nectar in class and i think um, i've uh, i've not seen any devotee who uh, advanced from sadhana bhakti to bhav bhakti to prema bhakti your understanding about krishna consciousness maybe your last birth or last your karmas from the last birth you are so wonderful your understanding for the real life you are the best example you know how to deal i am for other devotee who don't know you but uh, i think i know your whole family your husband your children's uh, you you are, you are the best example but, and i think it is because of the mercy of the devotee and mercy of the lord but we yes, are very definitely. fortunate and the way you teach us uh, i'm so happy today hari krishna hari bol mataji all glories to guru krishna and all devotees prabhu yes it's mercy of them all actually thank you prabhu hari krishna hari krishna hari krishna mataji yeah totally hari. agree with you prabhu and such a wonderful class mataji please come more oftenly and call and give your association and uh, i have <laughs> i have uh, two more points mataji uh, sure. to tell you sure. that uh, today we have advaita acharya prabhu appearance ha so yes time uh, you can elaborate on that and uh, second thing uh, you explain very nicely about the cooking uh, like uh, we you need to understand we are cooking for krishna in our kitchen and we take we should take bath but when i recently i visited to india <laughs> and uh, many of our relatives they have practice that they just get up and brush their teeth and then come to the kitchen and cook mm-hmm. so yeah, but and they think that after uh, cooking taking shower is good because they get sweating and everything yeah. is dirty yeah yeah <laughs> i know mataji i know because i i i visit india i see uh, but i i don't uh, they they uh they cook for they have to offer for me so they uh, i cook for myself some of the times because yeah that's I what i think i don't want to trouble them so i do but uh, i yeah yeah it's true it's uh, so we are becoming so impatient like you know like very sense con- we can take one more time bath unless we have a water scarcity mm-hmm. uh, right like mo- if we don't have water scarcity we can take one more time bath after cooking uh but uh, that is just a discipline mataji like you know we we also worship lord with our own convenience we are not ready to take austerity uh, yeah. also but uh, good uh, we can engage any any of them in chanting so i don't judge them because i only understand them their condition nature and i feel that uh, instead of giving them a suggestion i just ask them to chant so when they are chanting mataji automatically our uh, thing goes up actually will go slowly because we need to get purified first then we will be able to take any suggestion anybody giving us so i just tell them to chant that's it because because they see me as a devotee they ask me like, you know what do you think um, i have some problem i have a problem i have this i have a problem i just tell them chant i don't point out any fault but i just tell them then chant chant one round or chant half a round chant 11 times chant 18 times i just tell them that so when they get that uh, faith on chanting yeah. and then then slowly slowly you will see that 
they will turn 360 degrees upside down, like they will change. I've seen so many yeah. devotees like that. They will be eating non-veg, they will be arguing with me that I can never yeah. give up non-veg, it, it will never happen in my life. And it those devotees, I said, that don't worry about all those things, add Krishna to your life, just chant. Just chant. And, and they think that if, if, if they think that if we start following Krishna consciousness like us or chanting, then they have to live non-veg. <laughs> Ah. That also they think so. But I told them that that's not like that, as you said. So yeah, I will tell them don't them. worry about those things. I always tell because I go give classes um, uh, in different languages. In my own mother tongue also I give where people come, different people come. And they argue with me that uh, uh, Krishna has made us born without any knowledge. Uh, the uh, olden days, the first person that was born, they don't have anything to eat. They were eating animals. So he never said that. He only approved animal eating. He never said that. Mm. So they argue with me like that. Then I, I show the sastric references, but I tell them that don't worry about that. Don't worry about your non-veg part. It is not making you any big or less devotee. First chant. I tell them that first chant. For chanting, there is no restriction. You can eat and also chant, but chant. So I ask them, don't worry about that. You are still a great devotee. You still chant chant and only days I remind them not to eat is on Ekadasis. I just send a message in that saying that today is Ekadasi. If possible, refrain from I won't even force them saying that. If possible, from non-veg, I say. Uh, uh, some of the people uh, over the period of time, they themselves change. But I don't point on those points because immediately what happens is people start get offended. Like, And they don't even take Krishna. So they just go from there. So... Right. Because they don't have that that uh, kind of a purity to accept that vegetarianism. Yeah. So good point, Mataji. Like, yeah, I know. I see that a lot. <laughs> so whenever I was going, I was cooking uh, for all, all of them. I tell I tell them I will teach you how to cook without onion garlic. So ah, I will yeah. cook today. That <laughs> is another big they say as if like, you know, I can never cook without onion garlic. It's impossible to cook. They say like that, actually. Yeah, yeah. So my uh, daughter was telling, Mom, where are you going? You are cooking. You are not taking rest. I said, no, yeah. I'm cooking for Krishna. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. Yes, yes. That's true. In that way, Mataji, when you are cooking and giving them that prachadam, actually you are instilling a seed of devotion in them. Because uh, you are really... Serving, you are serving Krishna by serving them food. Because you are a devotee, mm. you are cooking and you are giving them that prashad, right? Like it is mm. as glorious as your book distribution, as glorious as you giving class, as glorious of, as you doing the deity worship. Because you are sowing that seed of devotion in them by giving the Krishna prasad to them and by eating the prasadam that is cooked by the hands of a devotee is going to play a role for sure, if not in this life, next life, in those, in those souls and they will come to Krishna one day. So, we every opportunity we can serve Krishna. Even if he puts us in any situation, we can serve Krishna. Your presence in their life itself is a big blessing that they can uh, progress to Krishna consciousness. Right, Mataji, right. And Mitra um, Gopal Prabhu was um, asking something. So, uh, as you said, we can do some family activities. So, my mother in law is here. Um, as all you all know, my father in law passed away. Yes. So, we brought her here. So, we every day read uh, Bhagavatam, Srimad Bhagavatam, one page, and Marathi Bhagavad Gita with her. 
and now she is chanting 16 rounds so and i wrote her nasima arati <laughs> so now she is getting my heart nasima arati too so like that we can engage our family members too in yeah. this uh, krishna conscious yeah so true that's the see we may not see at any point of time we are not the one who are bringing them to krishna conscious it is krishna yeah, krishna. krishna is bringing them so we should give krishna to them first instead of giving ourselves our suggestions we should give krishna to them like take krishna then they will come to devote like you know, at least get some purified by name and uh, glories of krishna and then they they focus a lot very good mataji very good so advaita acharya yeah. sir yeah yeah that's all prabhupad murphy and yeah uh, yeah because of that only we can do this we are just instrument mataji mm-hmm. yeah thank you mataji yeah please come more often sure sure yeah yeah so advaita acharya is the one who has actually prayed for the appearance of uh, i will tell whatever i remember from uh, reading of chaitanya tamatam sometimes i forget many important pastimes of advaita acharya also unless we go and uh, remember again but advaita acharya is um, advaita acharya is one who um, kind of uh, uh, prayed and uh, did the saligram of worship with tulasis uh, for the appearance of uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, so he um, he is one of the intimate five we uh, say krishna chaitanya like uh, uh, jc krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhar shri vasadi gaur bhaktavinda so advaita acharya uh, is also one of the intimate associates of uh shishetanya mahaprabhu so we fast and uh, he is considered um, as an avatar of krishna especially specifically incarnation of sada shiva and mahavishnu like guru uh, guru tatva and then also krishna so he is considered like that um he actually was very pained so this is the nature of the acharyas this is the nature of the devotees of the lord when they see people involving themselves a lot in material things and uh, degrading day by day uh, in the last anger greed and all those things they pray to the lord uh, for his appearance uh, to make them understand how to go back and how this thing is all temporary so um chaitanya charitamrita mentions how advaita acharya and even chaitanya bhagavata it mentions more clearly how advaita acharya uh, was praying um, uh, for the appearance of the lord in the kaliyuga um and he worshiped krishna on the banks of the ganges uh, with ganges water and tulasi leaves um, and he was crying and begging his cry and begging was so intense that it used to cross the material sky and reach the lord so he he prayed for the suffering souls not for himself like how we see in naimisharanya uh, the prayer the sages pray to suta goswami asking him to tell what is good for the people so devotees of the lord are paradukhi dukkhas they are vaishnavas they they are most compassionate people the more compassionate than the lord lord may also like kind of uh, may be not that uh, merciful and compassionate sometimes but the devotees of the lord are there so that's why um, when we fast on these uh, days of these acharyas uh, because of their mercy they will get krishna because he is the one who prayed who cried uh, for the suffering souls and in response to that uh, advaita acharya's uh, devotion and compassion krishna appeared in the form uh, of his um, uh, devotee like chaitanya mahaprabhu advaita acharya is the first one to appear like when before krishna comes his associates come first 
So and uh, his also all his associates will go. Then Krishna will go. So Krishna before like in all the past times, if you see before Krishna comes uh, in any of the avatara, he brings his family, his uh, people, his associates around him. Uh, because he comes with his uh, his own drama troupe, like I I feel like that sometimes Krishna is very planned. He comes with all his eternal associates, and they act as humans, and uh, they act as if they are conditioned. They act as sometimes fools. Um, they act as demons. They do what? They, so they are such a such a such a uh, such pure devotees. They do anything for Krishna. They become demons. They become illusioned, like Arjuna become illusioned. Um, they become anything for Krishna. They love Krishna so much. So Advaita Acharya was the first one who, uh, who has appeared in this material world. Um, so uh, I think from 60, 70 years prior to um, Advent, uh, Mahaprabhu's Advent actually. Uh, and Advaita Acharya started chanting the Krishna's names in the streets. And uh, he was, um, like I think in Srivas, uh, House, uh, I think Sivasa's house uh, sometime, uh, pastime also happens where Advaita Acharya gets uh, uh, offended. I think I am not recollecting that pastime correctly right now. I have to go back and read that. Um, and uh, Advaita Acharya, uh, he, um, Advaita itself indicates that non different, no dual one. So he is non different from Krishna and he is also Acharya. So he is also a spiritual master. He taught uh, devotional service um, to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Uh, he is um, in Mayapur and um, so he was heading a Vaishnava community at that point of time. So Advaita Acharya's um, glories are there in chapter 6 of Adhirida. So maybe uh, today if anyone of us, uh, we all can read that chapter 6 of Adhirida or Advaita Acharya's glories. Uh, where we can completely read. I am also going to go and read uh, this today. I had it in my mind. So all of the devotees can go and read uh, chapter 6 of Adilila. Um, just the text and purports also is good. So we can remind him and uh, we can pray for his mercy uh, for us to be in the service of the Lord. I'll conclude here, Mataji. Um, Hare Krishna Mataji Dandat Pranam, always Sister Prabhupada. Uh, it was such a nice class uh, uh, with the realization and, shastra and the scriptural references mixed together. It was so nice. Thank you. Thank you, Prabhuji. Thank you so much. And with a strong faith, Mataji, that's so wonderful. All glories to Guru Maharaj yes. and Krishna. Yeah. Thank you all so much. Uh, you know, uh, there was another yeah. Katna, right, of Vatacharya uh, where. Uh, he wanted uh, to be chastised by Lord Chaitanya because uh, he joined the Mayavadi. <laughs> yeah, he speaks like that and then, uh, yeah. So imagine I, devotees, pure devotees want to be chastised by yeah. the Lord so they can come in an inferior position somehow or the other. Because yeah. he was senior to Lord Chaitanya, respected him, he touched his feet and he didn't like that. Yeah. And Sanatana Goswami complains the same. You're not chastising me like how you're chastising. Uh, I think his, uh, his name is, uh, uh, if I'm not wrong, I, I get confused with the names. Sanatana Goswami's past tense also it happens like um, he chastises um, uh, Jagannath Pandit or somebody if I'm not wrong. And uh, Jagannath, 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 right? Jagannath, 
Yeah, and then uh, Sanatana Goswami also sees that I'm not close to you. You like you are chastising him, but not me. And then Mahaprabhu reveals how, like how uh, how he sees Sanatana Goswami. So, yeah, it is really wonderful. These devotees are like really, really. I feel like cute. I don't know the word to use, but they are ready to do anything for Krishna. Also, Mataji, there's another one where uh, you know uh, this one uh, Sachi Mata was. Uh, thinking negative about him. So what happened is that uh, Lord Chaitanya came to know. And Lord Chaitanya told his own mother that, you know, you have to ask forgiveness. Mm. So, uh, so yes. uh, this teaches us a lesson yes, that all yes. the parents are, uh, parents are, are to be loved, to be respected. But mm -hmm. even if a parent is wrong in some way, then, or they're committing an offense, then we have to stop them because it is, the worst thing on this planet to commit mm -hmm. offense to devotees of any way, mentally, whatever way. So Lord Chaitanya taught us that and I know Advaitacharya was involved because he had sent uh, uh, like uh, uh, Mahaprabhu's brother somewhere far away and now his mother thought she he's influencing him also to go away and mm -hmm. take sannyas, something like that. I'm not mm -hmm. very good in telling the story but I recollect this uh, this bit where uh, Advaitacharya yes, yes, was that. involved. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I also have to go. If I read again, I uh, all the sequence I'll refresh. Uh, some I remember. Some the sequences I forget. So I I don't. Uh, devotees on the call that I remember. Otherwise, yeah. I was not recollecting anything. Just you know, I'm, I'm in association now with all of you. So all these yeah. pastimes I remembered. Otherwise, you know, it's hard to. Uh, I just remember him him praying. So we are yeah. so thankful to him that because of him that. Uh, uh, you know, Lord Chaitanya came. So, and then also a pastime, as I said, in Srivastrapur's house with involving Advaita Acharya also, that they were all chanting. And uh, so I, I have to again go and read that. But uh, this Glories of Advaita Acharya is a chapter mm. in Mahatma. So maybe we all, I will also go back and read sometime today again. Yeah, uh, is it, uh, what you men mentioned is, is it uh, uh, like the one in which his son died? Was it Advaita Acharya? No, no, I don't remember. No, 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 their priority is Krishna Prem, you know, how we can, uh, there's so much to learn from them through uh, Chaitanya Chaitanya. Because family is temporary, this life is the family, next life someone else is the family. <laughs> so Krishna is eternal with us always and uh, we belong. And, and Mataji, I wanted to add one point because you know how I'm very materially based. So I have a like, a, like a, I go, my one leg is in the material world, one is here, like you know. My, my, I'm like that. So when Prabhuji was saying for the love for the family, we have to understand that, you know, uh, this is what I'm saying and I could be completely wrong. So don't quote me. Like I know that familiarity breeds contempt. Firstly, secondly, I know it doesn't work in the Krishna consciousness. Some devotees say this doesn't work here. And then at the same time, you know, we hear this Hindi ka muhavra, ghar ki murgi dal barabar. So it's like, you know, it means that like you know outside we go we are very nice. Oh, you know this and that, uh, 
we speak very nicely because we're not familiar with those people. But at home, we are familiar with uh, so many people. So, you know, we tend to go a little bit, uh, we get angry, all these emotions we show. But the point is, if we are going to do this, it is better that to consider our own family members also as outsiders. That way we will not commit an offense. Yeah, that's you know, especially, yeah, yeah. especially, uh, you know, you ha- if, especially like myself, you know, I mean, I know if you get too familiar, too close, it's like the mountain is very nice, the whole green mountain is there. But when my car reaches that mountain, I'm seeing there's so much of dirt and I can't see greenery that time because I'm in, on the mountain climbing. So uh, in that sense, if we have, uh, our nature is such that we can uh, blaspheme our family because we have stayed with them for 20 years and so it's, it's better that at high time we, uh, you know, we should not commit offense against anyone. So then we can take our family also in the same way as outsiders, you know, just detach yourself. That way, at least we will be same with everyone. Because I know that this point uh, about showing love, my daughter had pointed to me and she said that uh, you are nice to outside, but in family I see that, you know, you lose your temper. So I said, yeah, I'm going to work on this, that I can uh, take everyone as Samdarshi, everyone's same, you know, two eyes and vision has to be one. So it doesn't have to be for outside people, only vision one. Vision has to... Like Krishna has given two eyes, so but we are seeing only one thing. So we have to be that that one thing has to be visible for everyone, whether it's family members or it's outside. I just wanted to add that point. But no, if it didn't make sense, our family hmm? members are also devotees of the Lord, right? Yes, yes. So if, if my point didn't make sense, actually. If I so said something, yeah. please excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it is right. You see, that is where we miss, right? Like. We yeah. think that we have something. Uh, we we are uh, we are in a position or a responsibility. We we have right to chastise them. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, uh, we have to. Love is the only thing that can change anybody. We don't need to be vocal all the time. By our example itself, we can inspire. So so we have to be. They are devotees. Like especially, I see wife and husband both practicing devotees. Instead of encouraging each other, I see sometimes they kind of uh, threaten each other saying, you are doing this, your karma is going to come back to you. So that is, we don't say outside to people like that. So we will be very careful when we are talking to them. But in between wife and husband, we fight even with the Krishna consciousness. I I get some couples who come and uh, also complain like, I I said, don't bring Krishna consciousness in your fight. (laughs) If you are Krishna consciousness, your talk will be different. But they bring uh, that to that level, then it gets more offensive. When you say to your devotee, practicing devotee, that your bad karma is coming to you in this way, when you are troubling, uh, that should not be the approach. And we do that often in our own uh, closer relation. So we have to be, in. we are all at the end of the day, Mataji, we are individuals. They are also devotees. We are also devotees. Krishna, we have to be very respectful. There are times where we have to be a little bit strict with our kids, but our language should not be like that. We can be assertive. We don't need to be aggressive. The thing that we do is we will be aggressive more than being an assertive. Yes, and Mataji, one more point I wanted to say is like Srila Prabhupada always said one thing, many times he said it, uh, he said that a fight or an argument between husband and wife is supposed to be taken very lightly. You cannot take it very heavily, you know, so it's like uh, sometimes that husband and wife will say, oh, you know, you didn't do this, why didn't you get this, you're supposed to get this from the car. I've seen the devotees, you know, they're like, uh, they are back and forth going. But the point is, Prabhupada said, and we were so fortunate that our Acharya, our uh, 
Jagat Pita Guru, you know, Srila Prabhupada, he is coming from a background where, you know, he knows what a relationship between husband and wife is. So that way, both like materialistic couple and even devotee couple, they have, we have so much to learn from Srila Prabhupada because, you know, husband and wife will fight, then again they'll be okay, you know, like that. So basically, whenever I see this, this kind of a thing between devotees, whether it is materialistic couple or between the Krishna conscious practicing devotees, because I intermingle with both uh, in my life, but I just tell them, oh, it's okay, just don't even look that side, they're husband wife, you know, <laughs> they'll be okay, because that's what Prabhupada said, and we have to follow that, you know. I just want to mention that point too. But yes. thank you so much, Mataji. Yes, don't be aggressive, but uh, assertive, you know. And uh, and and the main thing I, I I want to mention one more thing is anything that we have to say. The most important thing is in which tone we are saying it. You know, if we say the most, uh, you know, like uh, suppose a person doesn't want to hear anything, and if our tone is soft and nicely said, it will be, uh, you know, like um, uh, the person will accept it. I've noticed that. But if our tone becomes a little bit like harsh and you know, then even uh, something which is said very lightly can become like a big fight or uh, you know, so we always have to have a soft tone and low voice to you know, uh, convey and, because that is also, really important. And yeah. also find an appropriate time to say. Not that yes, when yes. other person is already feeling bad for doing something or the other person yes. is already aggressive, fuming, you also want to fume and make the things. Um, and always, uh, like, uh, remember yourself, Krishna, again, the especially devotee couples, mm. it's no point in arguing over lighter things. We need to pick our battles also very wisely. What we are fighting for also should be very, very important. If you are spending all time and fighting on a tri tri uh, trivial thing, you have wasted your energy and time. So one of us has to remind each other, like, no, 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 let's not waste our time. Let's engage our time more better way. So like we, like we both are also a couple. It's been 20 years we are married. So we face, we have to deal with material things. So one of us will remind each other that it's going in a different direction. Let's not do that. Like, let's mm -hmm. not spend so much time. And uh, okay, we bring Krishna. We understand Krishna immediately. One of us will remind each other, let's deal this later sometime. Mm -hmm. And in a different way, then the discussion happens. Like So that helps. Bringing Krishna and understanding, picking our battles wisely really, really helps. And uh, not showing our authority or our supremacy even in that. Because uh, nothing makes us supreme over each other. We are all individual souls. We are all jivatmas. We are all uh, equally uh, related to Krishna. Uh, we are all uh, equally wanted by Krishna. And we are all just uh, uh, leading a family. Uh, Krishna has put us in different roles in this family. And then we are all, uh, at the end, uh, all of us should strive to take us towards Krishna. Um, and uh, this is Krishna's house. Uh, we all work towards it. So this is the understanding we all should remind each other. And uh, whoever is good at what, they should do that. And uh, each of us should remind Krishna to uh, each other in encouraging each other. Not like discouraging each other, saying that you are doing this wrong, uh, you are doing this offense, your bad karma is going to come. Not like that. You are suffering right, right now. Uh, I know that bad karma has come, but I'll pray for you. I'll be with you. I won't be talking to you saying that you have done this mistake, that's why this is happening to you. So that is actually thing. And especially wife and husband relation, um, you have more intimacy and more uh, close relation, then you should both be helping each other, knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses. You have to help even more, a step ahead.
because outside world parents uh, siblings might not be knowing but you will be knowing each other very close so you have to go tell that you you are being busy these days in your things you're not really having time to read so i will share with you what i read um i uh, i have given this session so this is the points i uh, learned i share with you and he uh, the other person shares with you i heard this so you both should have that time together time of reading krishna book or discussing krishna 10 15 minutes you bond over that and that bonding kind of helps you both best friends to practice krishna consciousness even in varna in even in vanapastha ashrama so that uh, we have to do that thank you mataji and mataji i like that point you said that uh, both husband wife one person should step in to remind you know so what yes. happens with me is like my reminder is my husband will not remind me <laughs> so what happens let's suppose there is some argument or something going on and i feel it's being diverted a lot then you know i will tell uh, like we are talking and some family members are there and it's a materialistic talk so i suddenly tell my daughter you haven't finished your rounds yet what happened oh did we do the offering yeah we should dive into that thank you everybody becomes like alert and they get up and they move away because now they are like okay you know <laughs> it's enough now we have to do a chanting we have to do a reading did you read your verses so i yeah. don't directly say krishna but there are activities connected to krishna I bring that in the middle Sure, sure. That's a wonderful thing. Okay, now it's like everything is good, but we have to do this. We have to do reading. We have to do chanting. We have to do this. You know. <laughs> so that's my way of going about. Krishna gives intelligence, you know, to all of us to stay connected to Him, whether we are individually based or mm-hmm. as a couple, right? Yes. Thank you so much, Mataji. Yes, Mataji. Conclude here. Um, whether we close the recording today, but uh, Mataji, yeah. I think it's not closed. Do you want me to stop, Mataji? Recording? Yeah, Mat. Anybody can stop. I can.